0: This is the Music History Today podcast for April 30th. On today's show, the legend of Keith Moon continues and Led Zeppelin breaks a record. First up, though, as everybody else reminds you, please hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, and share the podcast if you're listening to the audio version or if you're watching this video on YouTube or Spotify Video. They tell me it helps with the algorithm. Now, with all that said, let's get to what happened on this date in music history. On this date in 1930, bluesman Blind Willie Johnson recorded for the last time. In 1957, Elvis Presley recorded the classic song Jailhouse Rock. In 1960, Fats Domino recorded the song Walking to New Orleans. In 1962, the Orlons recorded the song Wah Watusi. In 1965, Herman's Hermits performed in the United States for the first time. In 1970, the tour manager for the Allman Brothers Band was arrested for stabbing a manager of a club because of an argument during contract negotiations. The tour manager claimed temporary insanity and was eventually released. If only it were that simple, eh? In 1976, according to legend, Keith Moon of The Who paid a bunch of taxi drivers $100 each to block the traffic next to his hotel, the Hotel Navarro in New York City, so that he could throw furniture out of his window. Rock and roll, baby. In 1977, Led Zeppelin broke their own record for the largest number of people for a single performer concert when 76,229 fans saw them play at the Pontiac Silverdome. That record has since been shattered a number of different times in 1978 the clash steel pulse and elvis costello and the attractions were among those who performed at the rock against racism concert which was held in london england to stand up to the neo-nazi group the national front it was also a concert partially in response to eric clapton who spouted national front propaganda during a concert performance a couple months earlier Eric later blamed being drunk for his racist comments because, yeah, that's usually what makes you racist. Oh, boy. In 1983, the original lineup of Manfred Mann reunited for a 25th anniversary concert at the club where they started, London's Marquee Club. In 1988, the Little River Band reunited and went on tour. In 1997, Elton John Sting and James Taylor were among those who performed at the Rock for the Rainforest benefit concert. In 2003, singer Earl King was buried. In 2004, Michael Jackson was arraigned on child molestation charges. He would later be acquitted in a court of law, but never really in the court of public opinion. Also in 2004, Ray Charles made his last public appearance when he attended a ceremony at a Los Angeles recording studio. In 2005, Cher finished the first of her many retirement tours. Also on that same day, Bauhaus with lead singer Peter Murphy reunited at the Coachella Music Festival. In 2006, one year later to the day, Madonna made her first festival performance when she performed at Coachella. In 2008, Mariah Carey married Nick Cannon. In 2013, Diplo and Skrillex formed the duo Jackie U. In 2018, the hashtag Mute R. Kelly campaign to kick R. Kelly officially off of internet streaming services went into overdrive when movie and television producer Ava DuVernay tweeted her support for the campaign. In 2019, the director who oversaw Deep Purple's royalties was sentenced to six years in prison for stealing over $2 million in money from the group's accounts. And in 2020, World War II veteran Captain Tom Moore became the oldest man to have a number one single in Great Britain when his vocals were used on a new version of Michael Ball's hit You'll Never Walk Alone. The song was released as a charity song to help raise funds for COVID relief. Moore became famous in Great Britain at that time for raising money by walking in his backyard with his walker. He was also knighted by Queen Elizabeth before he himself eventually caught COVID and passed away in 2021 at the age of 100. Albums that were released on April 30th include, in 1965, when the Zombies released Begin Here. In 1969, Marvin Gaye released MPG. In 1971, Thin Lizzy released their self-titled album, and the Doobie Brothers released their self-titled album. In 1973, Paul McCartney and Wings released Red Rose Speedway. In 1974, J.J. Cale released Okie. In 1976, Elton John released Here and There, and Bob Marley and the Wailers released Rastamon Vibration. In 1977, The Moody Blues released Caught Live Plus Five in the UK. In 1979, Sister Sledge released We Are Family. In 1982, A Flock of Seagulls released their self-titled album, and Cheap Trick released One-on-One. In 1984, The Cure released The Top in Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, better known as OMD, released Junk Culture. In 1986, Golden Earring released The Hole and Keel released The Final Frontier. In 1989, Leonard Skinner released Skinnerd's Innards. In 1990, Billy Bragg released The Internationale. In 1991, Boys to Men released Coolie High Harmony, Joe Jackson released Laughter and Lust, and Yes released Union. In 1992, Iced Earth released Night of the Storm Rider. In 1996, the Dave Matthews Band released Crash. Also on that same day, the Cranberries released To the Faithful Departed. In 2002, Jethro Tull released Living with the Past. In 2012, the Specials released More or Less The Specials Live. In 2013, the Spin Doctors released If the River Was Whiskey, and Iggy Pop and the Stooges released Ready to Die. Singles that were released on April 30th include in 1958 when the coasters released Yakety Yak, Don't Talk Back. In 1961, Bobby Lewis released Tossin' and Turnin'. In 1965, the Dixie Cups released Ico Ico in the UK. In 1966, the Lovin' Spoonful released Did You Ever Have to Make Up Your Mind. In 1968, Johnny Cash released Folsom Prison Blues, and Stevie Wonder released Shooby Dooby Doob-Da-Day. In 1976, David Bowie released TVC-15 in the UK. Also on that same day, Paul McCartney and Wings released Silly Love Songs in the UK. Kiss released God of Thunder, and they also released Flaming Youth. Meanwhile, Cliff Richards released Devil Woman on that day in the U.K. In 1981, Air Supply released The One That You Love. In 1982, Stevie Nicks released After the Glitter Fades. In 1983, Hall & Oates released Family Man. In 1997, Tonic released If You Could Only See. In 2001, R.E.M. released Imitation of Life in the UK. In 1999, Britney Spears released Sometimes. In 2007, Amy Winehouse released Back to Black. And in 2015, Alicia Cara released Here. In classical music in 1852, the Anton Rubinstein Opera, Dmitry Donsky, premiered. In 1885, the Boston Symphony started what was then known as the popular music series of concerts. Those concerts eventually became the start of the Boston Pops Concerts 15 years later. In 1902, Claude Debussy premiered the opera Pelleas et Mélisande. And in 1954, Darius Milhaud premiered his fourth concerto for piano and orchestra. In theaters, in 1948, the musical Review, Inside USA, opened on Broadway. In 1978, the musical Elvis, The Legend Lives, which premiered not long after his death in 1977, closed on Broadway. In 1980, the musical Barnum opened on Broadway, and in 1995, the musical Blood Brothers closed on Broadway. In award ceremonies that were held on April 30th, 1981, George Jones and Barbara Mandrell were among the big winners at the Academy of Country Music Awards. In 1988, a then-unknown singer named Celine Dion, representing the country of Switzerland, even though she was actually Canadian, won the Eurovision Song Contest, and in 1994, Ireland won the Eurovision Song Contest. Before we get to the births and passings, we'd like to tell you that we've rebooted the Music Halls of Fame podcast, where we honor a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with who we think should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we also honor another Music Hall of Fame or Walk of Fame. The f- new full podcast will be released every Thursday, along with extra segments that will be released almost daily on our YouTube channel. You can find the Music Halls of Fame podcast on its own channel on YouTube or search the Music Halls of Fame podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Links to the podcasts are also in the show notes. Now, back to the Music History Today podcast. Artists who were born on April 30th include rapper Travis Scott, Justin Vernon of Bon Ivor. Rapper Lloyd Banks. Rapper Lil TJ. Paul Klein of Laney, Singer Mac DeMarco. James Britton McVeigh of The Vamps. Bluesman Homesick James. Singer Johnny Horton. Max Merritt of Max Merritt and the Meteors. Singer Bobby V. Guitarist Bruce Hampton. Denny Carmassi of Heart. Wayne Kramer of MC5. Merrill Osmond of The Osmond Brothers. Jeff Timmons of 98 Degrees. Folk singer Peter Lafarge. Johnny Farina of Santo and Johnny. Singer-songwriter Richard Farina. Singer and sister of Joan Baez, Mimi Farina. And as far as I know, none of those are related to each other. Richard Schaaf of the Sandpipers. Colonel Bruce Hampton of the Hampton Grease Band. J.R. Richards of Dishwalla. Turbo B of Snap and Choc Ripole of Soul For Real. Artists who unfortunately passed away on April 30th include composer Ercole Porta, who passed away in 1630 at the age of 44. Composer Francois D'Agincourt passed away in 1758 at the age of 74. Composer Hans von Eschstrutth passed away in 1792 at the age of 36. Composer Lorenzo Fago passed away in 1793 at the age of 88. Composer Henry Bishop passed away in 1855 at the age of 68. Composer Friedrich Markel passed away in 1887 at the age of 71. Composer Antonio Cagnoni passed away in 1896 at the age of 68. Composer Catherine Erner passed away in 1942 at the age of 51. Composer Leo Smith passed away in a concentration camp in 1943 at the age of 42. Composer Charles Rideau Rogier passed away in 1952 at the age of 74. Composer Armand Marsick passed away in 1959 at the age of 81. Singer-songwriter Richard Farina passed away in a motorcycle accident in 1966 on his 29th birthday no less. Composer Hall Johnson passed away in 1970 at the age of 82. Composer Clive Douglas passed away in 1977 at the age of 73. Entertainer Mary McCarty passed away from a heart attack in 1980 at the age of 56. Music journalist Lester Bangs passed away in 1982 at the age of 33 from, of all things, an accidental cold medicine overdose. Composer and choreographer, who also founded the New York City Ballet, George Balanchine passed away in 1983 at the age of 79. The legendary blues singer and guitarist Muddy Waters passed away while fighting cancer in 1983 at the age of 70. Opera singer James McCracken passed away in 1988 at the age of 61. Drummer Daryl Sweet of Nazareth passed away from a heart attack in 1999 while doing a sound check at a concert at the age of 51. Composer Bernard Haydn passed away in two thousand at the age of seventy nine. Singer Gregory Lemarchal passed away in two thousand and seven at the age of twenty three while awaiting a lung transplant. Singer Zola Taylor of The Platters passed away in 2007 at the age of 69. Record producer for Jerry and the Pacemakers Ron Richards passed away in 2009 at the age of 80. Composer Leo Kraft passed away in 2014 at the age of 91. Legendary singer Ben E. King passed away in 2015 at the age of 76. Composer Ronald Senator passed away in a house fire in 2015 at the age of 89. Keyboardist Phil Ryan of Man passed away in 2016 at the age of 69. Guitarist Boone Gould of Level 42 committed suicide in 2019 at the age of 64. Afrobeat pioneer Tony Allen passed away in 2020 at the age of 79. And composer Anthony Payne passed away in 2021 at the age of 84. And that is it for the Music History Today podcast for April 30th. Thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening on the podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify video, for listening or watching.